Here we are at the foot of the African Steps, one of the main entrances to the Constitutional Court building on Constitution Hill. And on the right, you see the stone walls of the number four prison, so-called Native Jail, the site of the greatest pain and humiliation, but rising up by its side as a gentle and inviting, friendly place is the new Constitutional Court building, the old and the new, so close, so interactive, each informing the other. L.B. Sachs is one of South Africa's 11 Constitutional Court judges. His body still scarred 16 years after the apartheid government tried to kill him in a car bomb attack in Mozambique. There are green pen-like marks in his face, and the right sleeve of his black jacket is folded at the elbow for his amputated arm. Whatever your appearance, whatever your ancestors might have done or not done, you are a South African, you are a person, you are a human being, you're entitled to your dignity, and the court is here to ensure that the rights proclaimed on your behalf in the Constitution will ultimately be respected. Black and white drawings of South Africa's 27 basic human rights line the cement and glass face of the new court building. These fundamental rights, ranging from life and security to association and housing, have also been carved on the two tall and narrow front doors in all the country's languages. The foyer of the court is unusual. Here the notion of justice under a tree was the centrepiece of the architectural imagination. Historically, traditionally in Africa, people met to resolve their disputes under a tree. And nothing could be more open and participatory than that. Two soundproof copper doors with red and yellow squiggles lead to the most austere part of the building, the courtroom itself. The public seats look like bus benches. Grey clouds float on the carpet. And the lawyers are eye-level when they stand to address the judges seated behind their bench of black and white cowhides. And that's to emphasize the equality of dialogue. We are all equal under the Constitution. And we are all striving to achieve the manner of reflecting what the promise of the Constitution holds, what it means for ordinary people. Judge L.B. Sachs says issues before the Constitutional Court are always difficult and by their very nature, borderline cases. What I've discovered is often our task is not to decide between right and wrong, but between right and right. For example, every individual has a right to a fair trial, not to be branded as a terrible criminal unless the courts are really sure of their guilt. At the same time, the community has a right to be protected from predators, from criminals. It's not the one right against the other, it's how do you harmonize those two rights. And many issues are also controversial, such as the right of prisoners to vote. Judge L.B. Sachs says the thrust of the court's recent ruling was that Parliament could probably take away some prisoners' rights to vote. But only after proper consideration, and only after establishing and justifying which categories. We quite often get stick, and that's the nature of an open society. No institutions are so hallowed, are so entitled to inherent respect, that their work can't be criticised and challenged. I think all of us welcome the public debates, the public responses. The worst would be some kind of blind, automatic, either sullen acceptance on the one hand or obedient application without thinking on the other.
LB Sachs swipes his security card several times before he can get into the judge's lounge and conference room. There are colourful carpets from KwaZulu-Natal, art deco chairs and a pitch black round table. This is where the hard debates take place before the final decisions are made by majority vote. In its short life, the Constitutional Court has struck down the Constitution, the death penalty, presidential proclamations and measures that basically reinforce discrimination. A memorable moment for Judge L.B. Sachs was the Constitutional Court's ruling that an HIV-positive man could serve as a steward on the national airline. And as we went out of the court, there was dead silence. We got into the passage behind and I heard cheering inside and I started crying. It was partly the weight of HIV and what it means to our country and the people affected and the impact on communities. But I also cried with a kind of emotion of total pride that I belonged to a court that was able to uphold the fundamental rights of people in our contemporary circumstances. Judge L.B. Sachs, who helped to negotiate and draft the 1993 interim constitution, walks to his chambers in a glass wing on the third floor. There, he takes stock of the past ten years. To live in a country where we are all equal under the constitution is absolutely fundamental. It's the foundation of our economic progress, it's the foundation of the freedoms of speech and the press, of the regular elections, and the feeling that one had in the past that some tiny incident can lead to a fire that will bring the whole country down if we just give in on that. Now instead you go to the Constitutional Court, you win some, you lose some. There is a body there that's functioning in terms of a document we can all read, that we all had a role in creating. We know where we stand. It's important for people to know where they stand. Judge L.B. Sachs has been instrumental in the Constitutional Court's art collection, which he says basically collected itself. A soft and feminine blue dress hangs high and floats from the ceiling. Judith Mason made it for Pilar, Portia and Duandwe. She was kidnapped, tortured and executed by an apartheid death squad during the liberation struggle. The Truth Commission exhumed her naked body from a shallow grave in KwaZulu-Natal and found only a blue plastic bag for her dignity. Judge L.B. Sachs says the blue dress and the two paintings that flank it honour those who died so that South Africa could have a constitution and constitutional democracy.